Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What comes first? Birds or football? This is Flop Culture. You are listening to Flop Culture, a podcast where we mainly talk about flops, but we also occasionally talk bops, hot goss, pop culture at large, and one-hit wonder reality shows. I'm Fanula Jones. I'll be your pilot for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the season so far, and I hope you've been enjoying it. Before we get into this week's flop, let's have a look at what's been happening in the news. Now... I should say, before I get into this, I'm recording slightly in advance because I'm off on my jolliers this week. So if any of this ages terribly, uh, let's just all have a laugh about it, okay? So, uh, Selena Gomez and Zayn Malik are dating, or are they? I had made a pact with myself that I was never, even beyond the podcast, that I was never, ever, 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 ever going to mention Selena Gomez and Hayley Bieber again because they are just two people that I am. And that scenario so beyond tired about speaking about and it's gone like the story has Pandora boxed itself so much and it's become like a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy on someone's desktop and people have taken these absolutely ferocious stances on it to the point where like oh okay I should say I obviously think no one deserves death threats or harassment or you know someone being mean to whatever like fundamentally nobody deserves that right This has just gone so far out of the realm of, I don't even know. I can't even speak about it. Like, I don't care. I never, ever, ever want to hear them in the same sentence again. Um, But this does kind of bring me to this story. So, Selena was out, spotted with Zayn Malik, kissing him during an NYC dinner date. An eyewitness told Entertainment Tonight, Selena and Zayn went out in Soho in New York City last night at around 10.30. That's way too late to be going out. on what planet on what planet are you taking me out at half ten at night when I should be in bed Uh, they walked in holding hands and were kissing Uh, this has just kind of come a bit out of left field isn't it I know people have dug up clips of her which again just scares the living bejesus out of me that it's like the minute someone's with someone it's like here's eight interviews you did where you said you would have dated them in a hypothetical scenario um, she's done a couple of red carpet spots where it's when one direction were together where it was like, which one directioner would you date? And she said Zayn in a couple of them, which is kind of gas. I just wonder, was this, because this news came out pretty much immediately after like this Treaty of Versailles thing where Selena posted being like, Haley reached out to me. She says she's getting death threats. I've always advocated for kindness. Can we stop please? And then Haley put up her thing being like, yeah, I spoke to Selena. Just leave me the hell alone. Um... It all came very soon after that. So I'm wondering, is this just her stellar, stellar PR team in action again, trying to get the heat off that situation? Um, because it's just like, for him as well, right? He has kept a very, very low profile since like recent memory. Uh, and especially since the birth of his child with Gigi Hadid, Kai. He just is not in the spotlight at all, has no interest in it. He's come out and, you know, he's advocated 
for certain causes or whatnot. And he does like really bizarre spawn con occasionally on Instagram, which I kind of support because I'm just like, if you don't want to be a celebrity, but you have this massive following and you can make like a bajillion euro off one Instagram post promoting like some Harry Potter bullshit or like sunglasses. Why not? Why not? I would too, Zane. But she is... And I, I don't, I don't, I really don't say this as a critique, right? But Selena is someone who clearly really struggles with being famous, but like can't stop engaging with the machine in a way. Even when she like really got into TikTok, it's clear that she enjoys TikTok and it's unfair that like she can't keep using it because people and stan armies and stan culture are insane and, you know, and, and then there's also, you know, whatever, Right. There's that element of it, but I just, she is way more in it and I think wants to continue to be famous and use her platform again for her causes in a way that he doesn't really, you know what I mean? Like you could forget about him from one day to the next because he is just so, 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 so low profile in a way that she hasn't ever really been, like she's the most followed person on Instagram. And I know, again, that's not like, I was going to say that's not her fault or her responsibility, but she still shows up in these ways that he doesn't. So I wonder, but then I'm like, is it even that serious at all? You know, we'll see, we'll see. But speaking of One Directioners smooching, uh, Harry Styles and Emily Ratajkowski, everyone has seen the photos of them dislocating their jaws in a car park in Tokyo. Yes. Uh, Emily is just like infinity gauntleting hot single men. And you know what? So would I. So would I. If i just broken up with an absolute dirtbag loser who cheated on me I would I'd have my list and I'd be checking it twice like Santa but just with people who I'd want to get off with she's dead right I'd like Andre Pete Davidson Harry Styles that's the next logical step in my opinion uh the thing for me though is I don't know how serious it is right again because of the way it happened first of all very public she is like, she's pretty public. She She's very, this is me, laid bare, et cetera, et cetera. She's not a gal for keeping secrets or whatever or playing the media in that kind of way, I suppose. He is a seemingly, and has been up to this point, I suppose, a lot more private, especially when it comes to like relationships and stuff. There's a part of me that thinks like had those paparazzi photos of him and Olivia never come out, like he would have kept that private for us as long as possible if not like forever that never would have happened you know what I mean in terms of reality but the response to this has been so obviously they're doing it really publicly they're like kissing in the car park it's very it looks like a car park anyway maybe it's not a car park but wherever they're kissing it's very like they're not trying to hide it at all in fact that they're even kissing it's not like they're holding hands like they're kissing like this is they are lobbing the gob but even her social media responses to it after very fun, very tongue-in-cheek, very on-brand for her. She liked a news story about it on Twitter, which I know it's not really damning evidence of anything. It's not really a reflection of anything. But again, if you were trying to like not put attention on something, I don't think you would be doing that. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they're just like kissing, having a laugh. It's not serious. Or maybe it is serious and they just like, they do not give a fuck. She definitely doesn't, as I've already said. But he usually isn't this much crack with the press with regards to like, his personal life and stuff, you know what I mean? So I'm here for it. If it means he kind of cracks the shell a bit and we get a bit more, because I know what's in there in terms of him being like actually sound and fun and like playful. If we can get that out of him, I'm all for it, to be honest. But enough about hot people kissing each other. Let's talk flops. Despite what the haters might say about reality TV, there's a lot more to it than meets the eye and a very specific formula that makes it work. Generally, there are exceptions, obviously. If even one factor is missing, it can derail a show. And there's no better example of that than Desperate Scousewives, an E4 reality show following the lives of a group of Liverpudlians that got nowhere near the success of its predecessors, Made in Chelsea, or The Only Way is Essex. Joining me to discuss the show is writer and reality TV obsessive, Rebecca Keane. Rebecca Keane, thank you so much for joining me on Flap Culture. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. It's so rotten out, but you are just a ray of sunshine. <laughs> I'm so glad I get to experience again. I love it. I love it. What did you pick for Flap Culture this week? Um, 
a big fat flopperoony um in all the things I've watched and all the things I've seen in my many many days um for my flop I had to pick um the one hit wonder Desperate Scouse Wives now in my time watching TV if E4 had a show where it was here's here's a show where people fired into a bowl and smell each other's farts <laughs> I would have watched it okay E4 was my lifeblood um not to be like just to smell down girl like <laughs> there's not, there wasn't much to do in county youth growing up so E4 was literally hooked to my veins all the time so Desperate Scouse Wives came along and um yeah it was just another another show that I knew I needed a piece of so what's your first memory of this because I knew the name but didn't watch it at the time this was my first viewing of it um, yeah, uh, first of all, apologies that, that I had to put you through this. Um, so I think, I think like ads came up. I remember, um, so one of the, uh, like before I properly get into it, like an, a clip came up, I think like on an ad break or something or like a teaser. And um, it was the main girl, Jodie, showing the scouse brow. So um, I was like, and like that clip would always be on rotation, like on like after a show or like next up, Desperate Scouse Wives. So, and then also like Desperate Scouse Wives, like the name in itself, I'd watched um, the real Desperate Housewives on. A great name, I will say. Like whoever came up with that name, I hope they are still employed and making lots and lots of money. Cause yeah, one, thi- one thing they did right with yeah. this show, um, <laughs> not to give too much away, um, but yeah, wh- whatever intern was in charge of naming it, they they really did something that day. Um, so yeah, I think a clip came up about the Scouse Brow and then also like when you're 16, 17, have so much time on your hands and like, I don't know, we didn't have that much channels. Um, we had like the Skybox, but we my dad wouldn't pay for the Skycard. So we had like Channel 4, E4, BBC One, and then obviously like RT1, RT2 or whatever. So I was just obsessed with like English TV or any region. Like, And then also like you had the greats, like, um, you know, the Valley is Geordie Shore. Like the early, um, well, it's not like 2K, like it's like 2010, 2011, 2012. Mm. I don't know. What do they call that? Like the teenies or like the, te- I don't like saying like, the teenies, say like, like the y- tens. Why 2K10? But like that's a bit of a mouthful and but I don't I think that's. I kind of like that. Why 2K10? Bring that back. That I love de- that. Yeah, I'm committing to that now. Yeah, I like that. That decade in itself like had such, um, had such like rich cultural gems. So yeah, I think I was just seeing this clip of the Scouse Brow and then also being hooked to E4 that I was like, I know I need to get into this like. So what's the show about for anyone who hasn't watched? Um, so Desperate Scousewives, so it's kind of, um, it was described as kind of the Liverpool version of Made in Chelsea or The Only Way is Essex. So um, it starts off with uh, Jodie. So she's come, ah, Jodie. Ah, Jodie. Oh, Jodie. <laughs> I actually, I'm just using this hour to do terrible <laughs> Liverpool accents. I actually did watch the show. I all. encourage that. I, I fully <laughs> encourage that. Um, so Jodie is back from London and she's ready to like make her mark back on her hometown again, her home city. And um, it's this kind of structured reality show where, you know, it's, are these, like, is it scripted or not? No one knows. You know, there's, there's like, the only way is Essex, Made in Chelsea. There's so many shows where it's, like, following the kind of relationships and, like, people following their career and all this stuff. Um, kind of general life in your 20s, you know, that kind of way. But, um, like, Liverpool, it's such a, like, it's known for its comedic, like, people people from Liverpool are known for their wit, you know what I mean? Like, mm. Scylla Black or, like, John Bishop or the so, so, and even, like, going back to, like, Brookside, like, that soap, um, Liverpool's really on the map for, like, people being funny and, like, they have such big hearts. So, um that's kind of where it starts off. Mm. I guess Joe like Jody's kind of your your narrator, like your Gemma Collins of the show. And then we have a couple of other characters come up. Amanda Harrington is like kind of this model, kind of half local celeb. Some of the others don't really view her as that. Uh, we have her friend, the nurse, whose name is escaping me, but oh, she Chloe. also wants to be a model. So it, they kind of go in like pairs or like dribs and drabs. So mm. I feel like Amanda is like Regina George or like wannabe Regina George. You know, I mean, like she's absolutely gorgeous, but like a bit of a bitch. Then there's uh, Chloe is like her basically kind of bimbo friend. Like the some of the one-liners like she comes out, you're like, oh, truly like that is amazing. Like literally so amazing. Um, then there's kind of like Layla and Sam. Layla is Irish. Um, so she's like 
she's just like working in a shop, but she's um gorgeous and like Sam, like Sam's kind of like not really a proper character. Um, then there's like Alyssa and Jaden. <laughs> Talk to me about Jaden. So please. much to say. There is so much to say on Jaden. Jaden is a, a wannabe Perez Hilton. Um, but of course, like in 2011 blogs you know that's really like anyone who started their blog in 2011 is probably really successful today so that was kind of really a hit time for blogging but like no one really knows what a blog is or like what the purpose of him being anywhere is but he is (laughs) like you know Perez Hilton or the kind of token bitchy journalist you have to have some amount of charm this guy is flat as a pancake like he pure villain start finish like no it's just I can't believe how much he bought into it and I feel like he looks back now and is like what the fuck was I thinking but he's, saying he's, he's cruel yeah. like he's he's uh, uh, in so many scenes I was like I'm actually on because uh, he kind of just takes aim at Amanda um, because she's like the most famous she won like Miss Liverpool when she was 16 um, and he just takes aim at her for whatever reason but a lot of the time I'm like that's just that's just really mean like mm. it's not it's not funny or it's not kind of um, I'm trying to think like is there any clips of like Perez Hilton like being funny or things like that I don't know how he got away with his shtick well like he also like fell on his face mm. like when the time came but he's but- also kind of half making a comeback but anyway that's a different conversation for another day but yeah a lot of his like his particular so I suppose one of the main rivalries in over the course of the eight episodes mm. it's like Jaden and Amanda and then you mentioned Layla and Alyssa are fighting over this yeah. fella called Joe, Joe. Yeah. they are kind of the main bones of contentions of the series I would say yeah I think so, so like just just Joe is kind of like your your deal Stephen Stephen Gerrard you know what I mean like six foot five absolutely gorgeous but like horrible like he's your kind of traditional Spencer Man- Matthews treats all the girls like crap um but like absolute so many so many clips of his arse in this show there's only eight eight episodes and he has literally an arse like two like perky watermelons or something I'm just like this is, I think I think not to sum up, sum up the show so early but, and, all, and it's always this music under it where it's like oh yeah boom, boom, oh yeah and it's like a good like maybe five to ten seconds like where they're just all inexplicably in the shower discussing like their their woes with their yeah. Liverpoolian women like it's just yeah so many it, there's so many just random shots I have a lot of I have a lot of like questions and problems with this show but that's like a very peculiar one um Joe's best mate then is Danny and he's like the DJ and has like your um, stereotypical like Noel Gallagher haircut. Um, A lot of his outfits absolutely amazing as well. I'm pretty sure at one point he wears like black rosary beads with like a white yeah. v-neck t-shirt yeah. and a plaid shirt he sure does um then there's kind of adam he's kind of just a nice you know go between the lads but in terms of girls oh there's debbie and jill as well they're twins and um debbie's kind of like a beauty queen trying to make it as a model um and then jody jody's really like the heartbeat of the show and she kind of goes like she's kind of friends with Jaden. she's mainly friends with chris and mark they're like the only couple of um of the show and they're like very happy and stuff but they kind of go through their own trials and tribulations so it's kind of a good mix of of people but like in terms of like rivalries or whatever I feel like they really missed a trick not kind of pitting more people against each other or really like leaning in like like the Jaden and Amanda beef is is it's like it's non-existent, like, do you know what I mean? The conclusion in the final episode, spoilers, obviously, they, where they, like, kind of essentially half make up at this nightclub opening playground, which is now closed, if anyone was curious, because I was permanently closed, if you Google it. Um, they're sitting on the couch and uh, he turns to her and is like, because I think at one point in the series, she throws a drink at him at another party and then mm. she comes over and he's like, what do you want, whatever, in uh, yeah. a Liverpoolian accent. And she's like, I'm not going to lap this at you. Here's a drink. And he's like, what are you giving this to me for? And then he says something about haters. Haters are your... Oh, I'll yeah. put the clip in here because I can't remember what it is exactly. But it's kind of like, there's no... It's very surface level. There's no like discussion as to why they were ever really at each other yeah. other than that like he th- he thinks he's this celebrity blogger and he likes to voice his opinion but doesn't really realise that he's just kind of insulting people. It's not necessarily opinions. It's, I think that was my issue with this because there are, there are moments of absolute comedy in it, right? 
But I think, one, I think the episodes are too long. I think they should, like, yeah. should have learned, like, from a Fade Street perspective and been, like, a snappy 30 minutes and I would have been a lot happier. But, like, there were just... I don't, I don't, I think as you said, I don't think they mind the connections enough. Mm. And I'd wonder how close they all were, like, prior to this show. Because sometimes it's just like, they've never met the person before and then they're having to pretend and have this conversation about, like, all this life experience or their friendship or something. It was just a bit, like, it felt very fake. And I know that's obvious saying that about a reality TV show, but in some ways I was just like, oh, like, any conversation between Amanda and Chloe, I was like, Oh my God. Bar when they're talking about laser hair removal because that was very funny. When she's like, you mini, you mini, you baldy mini. There's a scene I think where Alyssa is in the gym and Jill goes over to talk to her and this is like to kind of bring people more together. You know, like people who are distinctly not friends. Yeah. And like Jill goes over to talk to her like to invite her to a party. But it is the most wooden, like I'm like... Did they only have like time and money for one take with these things? It's just so wooden. And I don't know, I feel bad like judging it so hard because it is the first series. So, you know, maybe in series two, they would have really like, like opened up and been more comfortable on camera and like, you know, been a bit bitchier and not been so afraid to say X, Y, Z. But just, just so many, um, like... I think because I I watched it like when I was was I seventeen or something when I watched it first and then rewatching it I'd say there's at least five like five kind of times where people are chatting and it's like it's amazing isn't it I know I love it yeah I love it like it's just say something <laughs> you're saying something but you say anything you're saying just... nothing like you're saying nothing but you're saying something at the same time but um yeah it was there's definitely there's so many moments um like Jody is obviously such a sweetheart like I think maybe she should have been given more airtime but like because sorry that was my issue as well because it's like so the first episode opens and it's like it's quite very Lauren Conrad she's back to yeah. it and she's making it her own and she wants to get her own place and she's getting a job whatever but then it's like you don't really follow her as heavily throughout the rest of the series and she's some like I think she's there for comedic comedic effect but Mm. then it's like maybe she shouldn't be the lead character then because it's like she doesn't necessarily have the drama that the rest of them brought and she doesn't really have the relationship thing either you know what I mean like I loved her I was obsessed with her but she's definitely more of a side character in some way I don't know why they positioned her as the narrator yeah like when she was um applying for a job with Chris and Mark and they were like oh you know like the job is busy and she's like yeah I'm just letting you know like if my brother's playing football I'm I'm just not going to turn up turn up them days and I'm just like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like she just is so honest like she she doesn't like she doesn't care at all and like um like as the show is going on you're kind of like what like what is even because it's usually like, oh, like a couple is a couple is fighting. Are they going to get back together? Or, you know, there's a lot of really heated drama and stuff. But it just, things just kind of start to start to be lit, but they don't properly get to like a crescendo or whatever, you know, like there's no proper, proper fire. Um, and um, with Jody as well, like... Like I guess towards the end there's like the competition for like the membership. Mm. And like she turns up with um with Mark and they do a really good duet and they're like, Oh yeah, like that was really good. Like like uh, like why do you want the membership? She's like, Oh no, we just want a bit of a sing song. <laughs> <laughs> like she just she just does not care at all. Like I just I really respect that. Um and then of course like with the Scouse Brow, like the absolutely ginormous like the, and this is the basis how she got her job. These ginormous, like sharp, like square root eyebrows. Yeah, like, like upside down, like isosceles triangle um, <laughs> eyebrows. And people are queuing up for these eyebrows. It just, it's just so entertaining. Like. I love how her biggest issues are. Uh, you know, she's she has to get the job. She gets the job, whatever. That's yeah. solved pretty quickly. And then there's another issue where it's like she's at someone's house, and all her the friend has offered like all of her other friends to come over to get scouse yeah. brows done, and it's like however will she get it done and she does miraculously and then her other issue is like she finally does move into a house with that other gal whose name I also can't remember um, and she ends up having a house party and bringing people over yeah. and then the other gal comes home from work and is like why the fuck should you have a party here without me and Jodie's like I know I'm so I'm so sorry like that's, that's it that's it like yeah. there's really no there's no leading through I personally I have one theory that the producers have never watched an episode of reality TV before actually making this show I I just it really 
gives the impression that it's like a project or something. Like even in in what like what do you think when you think about Liverpool? Okay, you think about footballers. You think about music. Like Chloe's cousin Sean is a footballer, but he doesn't come in to like halfway through the series is done. Yeah, she's Abby and Clancy's cousin, which I was like when I yeah. learned that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why didn't they follow? A, like, make it footballers' wives. Make it like a footballer and his girlfriend, and they're rowing because she thinks he's cheating, or you know, like a musician trying to like get a record label, or I don't know. It just so many things. It just uh, things weren't followed through properly. Yeah, maybe that was the issue because a lot of them don't really have identifiable jobs. Yeah. Like Chloe's a nurse, Grant. Yeah. Okay, Chloe's a nurse. Um, but uh, sorry, did you hear when her and the cousin are going somewhere and he collects her from the hospital or whatever? And she was off for Christmas and she was like, I'm off for like four weeks now or whatever. I was like, where the fuck are you getting that time off when you work as a nurse? Anyway, that's separate. <laughs> um, Amanda's like the model, whatever, famous. Yeah. Mm. The One of the lads owns a salon and obviously like operates that. But even then it's like, okay, Joe's like a nightclub promoter. Yeah. That kind of feels like... We, we need someone to be a nightclub promoter in this show so you'll fill that role same as Danny with the DJ and Danny's not a DJ you yeah, know what I mean yeah. at one point the, that other fella Adam turns up as like a butler in the buff but we don't know what else his job yeah. is I think you're actually dead on with I think they had the name I think they had the location yeah. and I think they were just like let's bring a group of people together and it will be fine because I think even with the I think it's really weird that like it's sh- it's shot as like a Towie in the sense mm. that you know, but then they do these like confessionals where it's oh, them gosh. talking to the camera. Like, it's okay. So there's one instance in particular where Danny is like after jail, isn't it? Yeah. And he goes, for whatever reason, he's like, I have to prove it to her. So goes to her house and like serenades her on the piano. <laughs> I will include a clip here. And Adam's there's only, he's like playing keyboard. It's just... Debbie too. <laughs> you are so cool. You make me, me drool. Like, she shuts the curtains on him, obviously, because it's tragic. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to this confessional of him speaking direct, like, or not directly to the camera, but whoever yeah. is, obviously someone to the side of the camera prompting him. And he's like, yeah, I can't believe it. Like, what I, I'm, yeah. I can't keep doing the accent because I'm not good enough at it. But he's like, yeah, I'm devastated. You just have to make me look like a right mug, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, that kind of... I don't think that works entirely. I think it either needs to be, like, full Towie or, like, it, like it is a housewives where they're sitting down doing the proper confessionals. You know what I mean? It was very... It's very slapdash in some ways. Yeah, like, the uh, like when he was doing the shot where... Like I'm like, are you holding your Yamaha keyboard in your hand while you're doing this shot? Like what? I think when when even in the first episode when Layla um wakes up in Joe's airbed, um and she's out Iconic. waiting for a cab and 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 the cat like she's she's waiting for a cab and then the camera and then she's like yeah I'm so like like I straight to camera breaking the fourth roll yeah I'm so disappointed like blah 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 and I'm like girl like like do you still have come on you like what? <laughs> It's it's like people going through like people go through things and then like okay instantly but in fairness I think that style of like catch them on the hop and and Joe and Alyssa have a big fight and I'm pretty sure it's raining outside and like she's been crying and they're just like they catch her straight after the scene in Real Housewives as well in the early series thank God they stopped it but it, it's this thing of like oh me and you have a fight and then it's like catch them right now so it's like right, I, I think it's like it so it's fresh it's yeah, a method yeah. of getting the emotions at like the the very top, you know, the kind yeah. of way where it's when it's fresh. But like, oh my goodness, it's it's yeah, like him standing under the tree saying how embarrassed he is that he and like her driveway is like five meters away. It's bizarre. It's, so, it's funny. so funny. The only time I thought it was effective was after they all had those psychic readings, and that's again where I felt like we were kind of seeing their real personalities kind mm. of shine through. I think we kind of saw it in places. I mentioned that laser hair remove a conversation that probably would have been one but I think it was just like everything else it felt like as you said they were only able to get one take for everything and it was like they were being fed lines but it was like none of them were really equipped to be reality TV show characters do you know what I mean because like obviously like you could look back on other shows like The Hills and stuff where there Mm. are like there's loads of other examples but like where they're prompted to say things or whatever I just don't and again as you said it is hard because it was only season one Mm. there's nothing to say that season two would have been better yeah but it's just 
in parts it's so rigid like so rigid it's very like um, I think they go out for Jill's <coughs> birthday and they're all sitting around a table like in a Chinese the Chinese something. after like, I will say that was that felt real because they're all yeah. kind of having crack whatever and then there's a fight between the two yeah. lads about like their future yeah 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 there's good there's, there's definitely good parts um <laughs> <laughs> for all my slagging of the show when um when Chris and Mark go up on um it's like a big it's like the radio station or something but it's like kind of a it's like a building where it's like a you know there's like glass around and then yeah. it's like whatever that building is and they renew their vows I'm bloody crying at them renewing their vows and I'm like Rebecca got married two years two prior years to that and she says you're you're married almost two years I was like this is a scream but I'm there crying when them when they're renewing their vows and I'm like Rebecca you need to actually get a fat grip but um did they like that I feel like for all the problems with the show like the the hearts like of like the Liverpool people like really come through. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like they're also like Jaden. Like I'm sorry. Like Jaden's so mean to everyone. Like does not deserve any. And like um, Jody takes him shopping or whatever. Like she didn't have to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like how sweet she is. Um, but yeah, it's it's a real it's a real like highs and lows. Take what you get. You're not really in for a smooth ride watching the show at all. I don't no. think. Absolutely not. What's your favourite moment from the show, would you say? Um, favourite moment. Um there's actually a bizarre moment. Um Sam, she's kind of a Layla's Layla's friend. She's Danny's ex, but she doesn't really get much screen time or anything. But there's a moment in the talent show where she makes a chicken out of the brown sheet. So bizarre. <laughs> So, so, so that, bizarre. Yeah. I think it's, I think with this show, there's things that are funny that they, it, they might not have intentioned it to be funny, but like you are like, they, everyone is so wooden. Like, it's just so, it's so bizarre. But yeah, she like is turned around and like, Amanda goes like, this is, what she say? She says like, she's fucking disturbed or something like <laughs> way too harsh, way too harsh of a thing to say. Um, And yeah, she makes a chicken out of a brown sheet and turns it around and they're like, what talent is that supposed to be? I think she's like, are you so great? And then they're like, what? She's like, because he's a chicken. And they're like, what's that even supposed to be? But yeah, it's, um, there's a lot of sweet moments, but in terms of like laugh out loud moments, I was like, it's just so out of, like out of the way. I just was so caught by surprise by it. What about yeah. you? You know, the one where Chloe and Amanda are getting, they're out for drinks and these two lads send down drinks and it, they immediately like run away as yeah. they're coming down to greet them. That yeah. is just, because there's just like, it's the bartender gives them the drinks and it's like two Cosmos girls and they're like, we didn't know to them. And he's like, oh, it's from the guys up there. And they've already talked about the fact that they're like staring at them from yeah. across the bar. yeah. And Chloe's like lobbing hers into her mouth and Amanda's like, don't drink that. There's no such thing as a free drink, whatever. Yeah, They're yeah, going to yeah. be coming talking to us, whatever. And she's already had this thing where it's like, she's a single mom, like whoever she meets has to be forever and she's not looking and she's committed to her modelling work, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then sure, the two lads come down. They're like, they decide to run away and they get the bags together, but they don't like run away quick enough that it's just, <laughs> the two of them come and they're like, we love to bring you for dinner, blah, blah, blah. And like, Chloe's like, we're going chippy. And they're like, we'll come with you. We love chippy. We love the chipper. We love Love the tipper. and Amanda's like, no, we're going home. Bye. Like it's just, it's so, it's so iconic. I love so, it. It's just so funny. But it's like um, the uh, also Amanda like doesn't want to date anyone. No one's good enough for like. I kind of thought there was going to be a thing between her and Joe in the later episodes. But like Amanda's just just says no to everyone. I'm like, pop off, queen. Like you know, what I mean, like such. I don't know. Is a high standards or whether she's no, no, like not bothered with anyone. But um. Even like in terms of like relationships or dating, like there's an episode where Jody's like, I think they go to watch um, Sean's football match and she fancies Sean, but he's taken. But Jody's like, oh, I think I'm going to have to find a fella. No other reference to that. Yeah. Show her going on dates. Like, hello, celebs go dating. It's a whole show about yeah. people going on dates. And there's just no, like the the producers they're literally dropping you the nuggets like they're mm. giving you the interesting things to follow and you're just off like showing footage of people working in shops or whatever like yeah. get it together like finding your perfect home was hard but thanks to burrow furnishing it has never been easier burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium durable materials including stain and scratch resistant fabrics 
So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Borough order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at borough.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at borough.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. They spent way too long on the, with the Joe and Alyssa and Layla yeah. relationship like that. Like after Alyssa and Joe met up the first time in the restaurant, and like when then her and Layla were kind of half planning a John Tucker must die thing and it yeah. was like yeah we'll fuck over him together yeah that's kind of where it should have ended for me but the fact that it carried through to the end of the season I was like I don't care like this fella is like maybe a gobshite maybe acting I don't mm. know but like the fact that either of you are even entertaining this from a storyline perspective it's yeah. like he, and I I do love that scene where Layla comes up in the restaurant unprompted and is like well it looks like you and Alyssa are getting back together and he's like well I actually don't think that's any of your business it's just so like oh but he's that was so rude it's, it's so rude he's actually like the, the blow up bed scene I will say in that first episode is is absolutely iconic like as you said they've woken up like her makeup smeared everywhere whatever oh sorry sex positive podcast I will say sex, like have all the one night stands whatever but she's fully like on this air mattress in his house and he's yeah. like yeah off with you and she's like oh jo- crazy Joe like how have I found myself here again he's just so I can't stop finding my way back to him I'm like babe come yeah. on he's so I think Le- like at, at some event he bumps into Layla and he's like oh, how'd she get in? And she's like, oh, I know people. And he's like, oh, they must have left the back door open, did they? I'm like, oh, no, he's horrible. so rude. What is wrong with you? He's horrible. But then, so this series obviously goes on for like eight episodes. Mm. It ends on this massive cliffhanger that to be, for me comes out of nowhere. So as we said, we have this like, the main relationship content, uh, conflict is Alyssa, Joe and Layla. Uh, Alyssa and Joe have been like together before. Yeah. Um, himself and Layla seemed to have had a more like casual relationship like he kind of describes it as friends with benefits but Alyssa and Joe were definitely together before and she's like I don't know whether to get back together with him blah 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 but then the other relationship thing which we mentioned as well is Danny and Jill like Danny's like constantly trying to pull her Yeah, she's like not really into it to the point where he's depressed over that and loses his job as a DJ Mm -hmm. in the whatever job club Joe works in job fuck's sake Mm -hmm. so he's like I'm leaving Liverpool there's nothing here for me I'm going to London he comes back, yeah. gets with Jill. They do get together, don't they? Or is that just implied? He no, I th- I I don't think Debbie. I don't think Debbie would have ever touched him with her barge bowl. Um, I think he slept in the bath, but like he and and she's told him like I think two Sorry, or three times. So that was Debbie in that scene. Yeah, yeah, Debbie. Okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Sorry, there's no, a lot of blondes okay. in this, and it's they're very. <laughs> so you could swap they're, them yeah, in they're out. nearly like twin okay, sisters. That makes more sense. Okay, so he stays with Debbie, but nothing happens there, yeah. whatever. But he's basically like. I've realised everything, I've come back, I want to be with Jill, I love Jill, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like Jill is kind of never really entertained it throughout pretty much the whole season, right? So the last episode is him basically being like, I've come back to Liverpool for you, mm. I want to start a life with you, I want to be with you. And she's essentially like, I don't want to settle down, I don't feel that way about you, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. He has a banger, whatever, he goes off. Mm. Then Alyssa and Joe have also kind of definitively, definitively like cut things off, yeah. they're not getting back together. Joe and Jill end up outside and they're kind of both venting to each other and then Joe's like I've always fancied you and Jill's like okay and then they're kissing and Danny comes out and it's just like where the fuck did that come from? It is the most like contrived like had, (coughs) had they done that three episodes earlier we could be like I'd say there would be a series two I'd say it could be a totally totally different show but in the last five minutes in the last five minutes of the eighth episode you finally give us something like you finally give us a plot point and it's it's like it's like an afterthought you know what I mean also the kiss is the most feathery like like there's nothing like yeah. there's no there's no passion or there's 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 no it's so obviously like the most staged um kiss ever and um like it's so out of left field you just like do two people really just like 
are fed up with everyone and then they just start kissing like out of frustration outside. It's Joe's best mate, best mate's like love interest. Mm. He's been saying the whole season how much he loves her. And like, like what did, what did Danny do? Like for the rest of the night? We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. But it just was so, it was so, I, I was really like, oh my God, I nearly have like skid marks from the absolute chaos of this like you like you turn it just was yeah. it just was absolutely so and like did any did everyone find out like did Danny tell people like how yeah, did Joe and how did Joe and Danny pan out like no reunion no tenure like uh, uh, nothing and like most of the like from looking up um like the most of the girls Instagrams like they've just all gone on private on Instagram or disappeared into thin air so there's no like there's no answers I know. To anything. It's so not Like it's, and when you said like it would have been such a good jumping off point or to carry on into season two because he could have had like Jaden saw them, Jaden blogs about it and yeah. then it, there's like these massive divisions among the lads mm-hmm. and the girls yeah. and it's like them all trying to repair their relationships. Like they had it there. They had it there. I just, I don't know. I, as you said, a lot of them, they're still taken away, but a lot of them are private on Instagram. Not our good Amanda Harrington. Uh, she's now the owner of a weight loss and wellness company called Zero Fat. That is problematic. Uh, <laughs> this article says she also seems to spend a lot of time drinking champagne, which we're quite envious of. Okay, closer. Um, Jody is the same. I think Jody is still a make. Yeah, she's still a makeup artist. Yeah. She's two girls now, Viva and Stella. I love that. And she owns her own lash company and an aesthetic surgery named after her daughter, Viva Aesthetics, which I love. Um, Debbie O'Toole, I think, is just chilling, doing the same thing. She lives between, I think, Marbella and Liverpool. Yeah, aesthetic practitioner. Uh, Jill is... uh, I think she had a jewellery... She had a jewellery line. Um, Chloe... Like she was like a fully like nurse nurse in the show, but she's gone into aesthetics now. I think she has yep. her own aesthetic aesthetics clinic. She does lip fillers um, if anyone's looking. Layla was kind of like the most successful in some ways because yeah. she went on to be on The Real Housewives of Cheshire. Yeah. A brief appearance, I will say. When I read it first, I was like, oh, she's in the cast. It was like, yeah. no, no, she's not. And she owns a dog modeling agency. So she's like the Chris Jenner go. of like animal animal scouting. I don't know what you want to call it. Some of her animals have been like in ads for like Gucci and Burberry and stuff. Oh, um, like it's, it's big really, business like. Yeah, but um, like also the whole, um, like the whole series, this kind of like, weird like slut shaming um well I mean I guess it was 2011 but like this thing of like Layla's a doormat like Joe being like oh well it's there on a plate for me like Layla's nothing like this kind of like she's so stunning and like she's just I don't know I just feel like she's like antagonized like like Joe's gorgeous like do you know what I mean but it just I just thought it was absolutely disgusting the way it was going on even um, the way Alyssa speaks her towards the end where it's like you need to have more respect for yourself and it's like babe yeah. what are we doing here like what are we what are we yeah. doing here I, I forgot to say she was also on uh, the third season of Celebrity Salon alongside oh, Nikki wow. Graham R.I.P. Philip Oliver Glenda Gilson and others so there you go she is she was living large and continues to live large probably yeah. love you Layla from Galway if anyone's uh, oh, interested wow. there you go represent um, why ultimately then did you think do you think it flopped? Because I think initially the viewing figures were good. I think yeah. it was like nearly half a million viewers. Yeah. Which is like 24% up on that slot average for mm-hmm. E4. But then as the series progressed, it was just like drop off after, after drop off after drop off. What was it? Why didn't this connect but like Towie and Maid and Chelsea did? I think it's interesting because when I was looking up reviews like that were done at the time, like The Guardian, Cosmopolitan, all these publications absolutely slated it. But I feel like that's par for the course with any reality show anyway. Especially at that time. Like you were never going to have The Guardian being like, this is good, even if it was good, to be honest. Like, I don't know what they said about like The Only Way is Essex or Made in Chelsea, but I can't imagine, you know, you have these like articulate um, scholars or whoever writing for The Guardian. Like... I'm sorry, like Maiden, like Maiden Chelsea, well, like the only way is Essex, their audience is not like 45 yeah, year old Clyde. It's not for them. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, but any, like any show that gets like absolutely slated, I'm usually like, okay, that nearly, oh, I'm interested. Do you know what I mean? Sign me up, yeah. Um, but yeah, like on paper, show about 20 somethings, Liverpool, you know, the stereotype is like girls walking around in rollers, super glam, maybe a little bit bitchy, um, you know, like plenty of like 
like shop like shops are like <laughs> like even the intro Jody's like Liverpool the pool of life the shops and it's like the most mundane <laughs> shot of like a corner of a shopping centre it literally could be like Nutgrove shopping centre or something and I'm like oh the editors did this so dirty Aww. like um, so yeah on paper it should have worked but I think um, like uh, you know, it's 2011, 2012. Obviously, people were looking at The Only Way is Essex and Maiden Chelsea and it was like regional shows, you know. So um, a show about Liverpool should have worked, but it just, I don't think they went hard enough on like the fights, like the connections, you know. There's a lot of like, kind of like titters and like like small laughter, but it just, um, it just was a bit lukewarm. Like, mm. like let's say, Season one of The Only Way is Essex. I keep mentioning that, but like that's the opposite of a flop. Do you know what I mean? But like that had like, you know, Mark Wright and Lauren Gudger. Like they, were they like just out of a 10 year relationship or something? And like it was really, really spicy. And like there was Mark's whole family and like each of the Wright family like had their own personality and their own story. And they meet in the supermarket. You know that scene where it's like Mark's mom and Lauren and they're like pretending like they don't see each other and then they have to see each other and then they talk. Oh, I haven't even watched Joey and I know that scene. Yeah. Um, But uh, it just... I don't know. I think. Um, I mean, ultimately, they just didn't didn't have the funds to to run a second season. But it is surprising, like when the viewings, like when the viewing figures were good enough at the start, and then they just plummeted. Like I don't know. I for one was like, oh, I'm actually raging. This isn't coming back. And like I'm sure there's loads of people that felt the same. One criticism that did stand out, and like you know, if it's if it's based in Liverpool and you don't have like Liverpoolian sport, like you're kind of in trouble. So many people not from Liverpool. Like mm. Layla's Irish. I'm pretty sure Alyssa. I'm not. I, I couldn't find any information on where she was from. But she accents, said it after, though. I think on the 10 year anniversary of the show, she shared it on her Instagram, yeah. being like, "Gas," because I'm like not desperate, not Liverpoolian, and, and was and wasn't a wife. Lol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm almost sure, may, like maybe Leeds. A lot of the things she says kind of reminds me of um, like Mel B. I'm Mel B is yeah. Leeds, isn't she? Um, but. Uh, so like Layla's Irish, Alyssa, not sure where she's from, definitely not Liverpool. Like Joe doesn't have a Liverpool accent. Um, you know, like obviously it's like the other extreme if every single person is like, talks like this. But like there's, it's, it's very clear that there wasn't that much, that wasn't, there wasn't that many like Liverpool um, people actually from Liverpool on the show, you know. Mm. Um, but I think, I think that's kind of, like I think that's kind of it. Like the like the fashion and the hair really like that doesn't let you down in any way. No, and like, it's such a good time capsule of that. Just look at Jodie. Just look at Jodie and it at one point she's doing like it's like a horizontal quiff. Like it's just <laughs> it's absolutely iconic and that word is overused but just every like the sequin kind of mini dresses, mm. it's so the extensions, everything is so of the time in yeah. like the best way like yeah. you'd gobble it up like for me it's the ginormous and I don't even think you get them like in novelty jokes joke shop now ginormous dangly gold <laughs> piece sign earrings yes yes but they are so big a like your ears would be weighed down I'd yeah. say but they're the size of saucers like they're just so big and and I'd say like the quiff surely must be 20 centimetres or something. The migraines, like, she must get from the ponytail and the earrings. Just yeah. constantly, that constant pressure on her brain cannot be good. Yeah, I don't know if they had sponsors at the time, but definitely a hairspray, some form of hairspray or some form of backcomb brush, they would have absolutely raked it in oh, um, with them gosh. as a sponsor. But, um, and like, even, yeah, the clothes, like, the sequin, like mode of an eyelash, like would have been probably the closest. <laughs> they would if if they somehow were able to sponsor um, a show. They would like I think they mentioned um, like Francesca's or something. That's kind of like yeah. boutique that they all go to. Um, but like they're trying on dresses for Jill's birthday, and like Debbie's wearing like black sequin halter neck, like halter neck on the top, but then like tutu on the bottom and a ginormous Lady Sequin Gaga ball. bow. There's actually a lot of comparisons of like um, Jodie and Lady Gaga as well. Mm. Like a lot of the clothes they wear will be like very early Lady Gaga kind of um, kind of fashion. Doesn't she say she gets called that when she's uh, when she's yeah. around in London and she's like, and then she, when she gets home, she's like, sure, nobody bats an eyelid now because everyone just looks like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, 
Oh, I don't know. It's it's like it's gas. I think I think they had the casting like fifty percent right, and then there's the other fifty percent where I'm like, this didn't work this season. We needed like a good grounding, and where everyone everyone knew each other, everyone mm. definitively knew each other before the show, whether they were friends or not, but they knew each other like well enough. Yeah, like I think that was that was one of the main issues. I think there were too many splinter groups. I think we needed like a core. Yeah, a core group and you could have splinter groups within that and then I think the other thing I think whoever was doing it I think production was too involved I would have let like just let them at it let them fight let them do whatever mm. and film that like I don't I think the intervention and stuff is what took away like the confessionals the clearly like prompted scripted lines yeah just but I think like when it comes to fights or whatever I feel like it has to be um <laughs> It has to be natural or like, there's just, there's not really, usually there's one person, you know, like Towie, Gemma Collins, there's one person that the charisma like absolutely, like there's not really one person who, okay, I guess Jodie, but like she's not given enough airtime, but like. But there, yeah, there isn't any layer of villain, to her. there isn't like 1% for it that's like could be a villain. Where, and yeah. then like Amanda is like kind of a villain but is also not to be hateful just kind of boring and yeah. like funny without meaning to be funny but in some ways that's not funny then you know what I mean like it's yeah 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 but like like the like the the beef let's say between Jaden and Amanda like Jaden is just is cruel like you yeah. can't you can't relate to him or you can't really see any um you can't really see any side of of what he is and like I know in a lot of Real Housewives um, shows like it's nearly like the sixth member of the cast is like the blogs but it's like nothing that Jaden writes inspires like a storyline or um, you know I also love how Alyssa's like oh I'm working so much it's like what? who do you work for what, what do you do on, like you're a journalist and she, all she does is moan about work all the time like it's just gas she was actually on she ended up doing The Island in 2019, like Bear Grylls oh, yeah. reality show. I never watched it. It was only, I I think I'm, I'll watch it after this. Yeah. And uh, say, but yeah, you are actually dead right about Jaden with the blogging because it was like, I don't know if he was really blogging or is he just like commenting mean things on things? Like, though, sorry, the one thing I will say is that iconic line that he has where it's like, what's black and pink all over and has a 10-inch camel toe about Amanda when she gets papped going to the gym. Like... <laughs> Like I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But even the video blogs where he's on that like Ferris wheel and he's yeah. just like giving it loads about kind of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he just is absolutely raging if she turns up anywhere, but there doesn't really seem to be like she's just existing and he is so foul about her all the time. Okay. But he has like a very like you know, usually now like on a reality show, well of course like it's it's ages since and reality shows have changed so much. Like you'd at least get your 10k followers like Jodie, I'm pretty sure, has 10k followers. Amanda has like 50k. Like Jaden has like 3,432 followers or mm. something. Like he just, I, I wonder, does he regret going on the show? Because he he just was so mean, like just yeah. so. And it could have been such a good like plot point, you know what I mean? But yeah. he, he just, he just was too mean. And like Alyssa was only getting him invites into things and he kind of. I don't know, he just was a strange character for sure. I think there was a way to do it where it's like you're a gossip girl slash whistle down character where you're just kind of talking about everyone's business but it's not necessarily that you're like just actively calling. And, I, and to be honest, I think it's funny that he took such issue with Amanda for like wanting to be famous or like thinking she was kind of more famous than she was when like all the rest of them were nearly doing that to a degree as well. Like Jill wanted to be a model. They were all going to these events. Yeah. Like, they all went to the Style Awards that they were all initially taking the piss out of Amanda for because she, like, went home to get a limo to arrive, which is kind of iconic. Um, yeah, it's just... I'd love to I'd love to get in his head and understand, but anyway. There anyway. just was no... I just can't believe there was no, like, reunion. There was... App, like, they just completely cold... Like, you know, whatever about a cold open, like a cold, clo cold hard close... Um, and also there were were rumours of um, a season two coming out and E4 like put out statement, uh, a statement on Twitter or multiple tweets saying like it's definitely not. Um, I think this came out in 2011 and there was repeats of the show on 4 Music in 2012. So people were like, oh, there's repeats like in anticipation of another series. And um, 
E4 went to their Twitter and confirmed it it wasn't going ahead but like members of the cast were claiming that it was well I think uh, that was one of Amanda <laughs> said, Amanda did like I love that Amanda did a Q&A on her Instagram where she was essentially she was obviously asked about the show and she mm. said she'd never go back she'd never do reality TV again she said that basically they kind of set them I'm par- I'm massively paraphrasing okay. here but like you can find it if you google it that, mm. like basically she said that they were all kind of set up to play characters and they could be they w- they were told that they could be more themselves in season 2 which to be honest is a classic producer line that yeah. they tell the talent and then whatever happens after the fact yeah. and then I don't know if that's also her trying to slightly course correct as well as opposed mm. to being like I was a bit of a dickhead on camera. Lol, obviously doesn't represent who I am now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, like, I remember even talking um, to uh, Kelly Dunnigan, like, after California. Um, and she said, like, oh, when I was going on, like, when I was going on reality shows, like, people were like, be careful how you come across. Like, she was like, I was very hesitant to, like, properly let my personality shine. So, like, I guess, you know, it's it's all well for me to criticise, but, like, it's, it's just, like... Some of the, some of the, like some of the footage, it's like just cut it. Like this is dead air. Like, there's no, there's no like just oh this is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, do you like it? Yeah, I love it. Like oh my god, just cut it. Like is the editor on a day off? What's the story? It's just so much dead air and just so many clips. I'm like this is going on for ages. Oh my god, I love it. I do love it though. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say something else that's gone totally out of my head. Anyway, must have been irrelevant. Uh, what's your elevator pitch for someone who needs to watch this, in your opinion? Who hasn't been convinced yet by this long conversation on Desperate Housewives? What would you say to them to be like, just watch it? So I've, um, I, I guess I'll kind of give the context before actually like doing the proper pitch. But like Real Housewives of Cheshire, like that is real low budget like that is such but did you see who's just joined Natasha Hamilton from Bloody Atomic Kitten oh wow oh my yeah. goodness that's so random okay well early seasons of Real Housewives of Cheshire it's really like filmed on an iPhone 4 like it's really really um, it's so bad so a lot of and, and like it makes sense with Layla appearing on it later it's kind of Real House Real Housewives of Cheshire probably meets Towie but based in Liverpool and Everyone's really sweet. But then, like, they're also too scared to actually make any drama happen, you know. I, d- I don't really blame, like, the cast as such. I think it is definitely... I think it it's always coming back to, like, the producers and the editors. Do you mm. know what I mean? I think it's just... They're not put. They're not pushing people enough, or they're pushing people like, okay, you have a conversation in the gym because we need to film film you together in a scene later on. Like for God's sake, make it more organic than that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd say I'd say kind of Real Housewives of Cheshire meets Towie, but based in Liverpool. Love it, and just love it, Jodie. <laughs> Jodie for president. <laughs> the Scouse Pro. <laughs> Should we bring it back? Scouse Pro is a flop. Scousebrow, oh my goodness. It's so funny because in that initial interview for her in the salon and it's like she does the Scousebrow yeah. as a part of the interview which I'm like, what kind of, I, I get it's for her yeah. to be in a salon but like what kind of interview is this? Anyway, and they bring this woman off the street to do the Scousebrow on her and they kind of set it up as if to be like the girl is going to hate it and yeah. then she absolutely loves it. Yeah. It's, Family gold. It's just like you in one shot you see her dip like <laughs> the brush into black eyeshadow. Oh, it's charcoal black, and the the clients will be fair as anything. Oh yeah, like the client could be fair Nic- as Nicola Roberts, and she's literally given her a sharpie eyebrow. Like it's just amazing. I also think like there's a huge like I, I don't know too much about it, but like lean into the Scouse identity. Like they could have had. Uh, you know, someone cooking a Scouse dish or something for someone else. Like the Scouse brow is kind of all we got to know do you know what I mean yeah. I feel like in Geordie Shore they're kind of like well you know on the Geordie Shore like we do this or like we always do this or you know like kind of if all else fails like introduce us to the Scouse way of life like there wasn't really it, it really could have been any location apart from like the Scouse brow and like also when she brings Jaden shopping and it's like the tackiest clothes ever and she's like do you want to look like a Scouse or not like and he's like the state of me um but um yeah, and there's like, there's a couple of scenes where like the non-Scouse people do impressions of like the Scousers and like that's gas. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like car crash viewing, but essential all the same. It is a moment in time. I remember what I was going to say, at, like as you mentioned, it, this came out in 2011. So like they really missed an opportunity to do like 
a Zoom reunion in 2021 because like what else were we doing like t- like 10 years like you know what yeah, I mean I just, just like okay fair enough you didn't have budget for a season 2 but for God's sake like Amanda posted her old and like bizarrely the headshots they had like the press shots they had for the show were gorgeous mm. like the one of um, Alyssa in the Roland Murray dress and like like money put into that but no money for a reunion like it just it just would have like added a bit of something or like you know like the two fans out there that watch Desperate Housewives, we Just need to put it we need to put it to rest I'm gonna be on my deathbed being like but what happened between <laughs> Debbie and Joe <laughs> did 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 Danny go back to London also London like Danny flocking to London for like two hours and then it's like, okay, yeah, I'm coming back. No, I love when he rings from London. And he's like, yeah, I'm flat out. I'm flat out booking the DJ gigs. I'm having a great time. I absolutely need to do this. I know everyone's on the phone time. I'm assuming it's Joe or Adam, the other fellow. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, bye. Like, it's... Yeah. No, like next day oh, he's like, I'm back. And it's like, oh, were you even gone? Like, it's like a two or three hour train to, to London from Liverpool. But uh, yeah, it just, oh, it's gas. The drama. I loved it. Um, where can people... Find out more about you, read more from you, where are you? Um, so actually, bizarrely, um, this whole series is still on um the Channel 4 player. <laughs> the All 4 app if you want to download that. Um, but it's really it's just like such a such a nice show to um turn on if you want a bit of like also like the Scouse accent is like so nice. Yeah. Like it's just really one of a kind. Um so yeah, that's where you can watch the show. You can find me on um Twitter, Instagram, and so my name's Rebecca Keane, but it's Quebecarine. It's just like swapped around. I see what you did there, yeah. I love um, that. Yeah, a lot of people give me hate because they're like just have a normal username, but um No, tell them to fuck off. <laughs> I guess I have to be difficult. <laughs> um but yeah, you can you can find me there and thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming. This was a joy. You had suggested something else, hadn't you? You'll have to come back and do that. Don't say what it is on mic, but we okay. must come back and do that. Yeah, You're more I'll, than welcome at any point. Oh, there's definitely so many flops. I've, I mean, what is life but a flop in itself? <laughs> um, so, so many true. flops, such little time. So true. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me on Flop Culture. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Big thanks again to Rebecca for joining me. I'll leave all her links below. And as she mentioned, the full series of Desperate Scouse Wives is available to watch on all four. A couple of other moments that I forgot to mention that I just like, and we mentioned it after we stopped talking and that's why it kind of jogged my memory. The, when they're going to the fashion awards at the very start of the series, like the, this group of people, they're like obsessed with tan. This is very much like the era of fake tan as well and like fake tanning being a personality. And they're going to these awards. Uh, and it's Chloe and Amanda. And Chloe has tanned herself, but her hands are in a state, a situation we can all relate to, girlies, am I right? Um, but she doesn't want to go to the awards with her hands looking in bits. So she, and I don't endorse this, Flat Culture does not endorse this, please don't do this, right? Do not try this at home. She uses literal toilet bleach on her hands to try and get the fake tan off her hands. <laughs> And Amanda's like, what? And Chloe's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine, I'm in this. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. Please don't ever use bleach to remove tan. What a show. What a show. Finally, it's time to crown who or what is top of the flops this week. You're a flop. Top of the flops this week is the cost of living crisis. I was talking about it this week on TikTok at Fanula J if you want to come over there and have a skit with me. Uh, I had seen a garage, Apple Green, I'm just going to call them out now, right? They had jam bonds there, right, for 260 each. Two, two euro 60. Like I just, I actually still can't fathom it. And then it, it started this conversation Then there are people in the comments giving me other examples of like crazy cost of living crisis prices. But I found the jam bond, the jam bond index I think is more interesting, right? Someone said they paid $2.95 for a jam on recently. Nuts. Another person paid three euro at the Dunn's hot deli counter. What are you doing, Dunn's? And then someone else paid $7.80 for two jam bonds. That's nearly four good euros each. Four good euros for a fist of pastry ham and cheese. And we can't even identify if it is ham. That meat is unidentifiable in that pastry. 
How dare you? Everyone needs to take a good, hard look at themselves. Life is miserable. Everything is so expensive. Don't take our pastries away from us. We have electricity bills to pay. All I have in life is these flaky moments of joy. And you're, it's beyond, it's beyond. I'm, I'm enraged, clearly. We need to do something about it. I'm not sure what, but something. I've been trying to get David Mac Williams on this podcast and maybe we'll talk to him about it if we can. He's never going to come on this podcast. But David, if you are listening, please sort this out. Like there has to be a way. There's got to be a way. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts to get a personalised bop flop recommendation. This is where I would recommend something to you. Uh, if you want to watch something, listen to, eat, all you have to do is leave your nickname in the review and I'll say it at the end of next week's episode. Tell you what I won't be recommending this week, jam bonds, unless you're a millionaire, which if you are, stop listening to this podcast and go solve climate change for the love of Christ. Uh, you can also leave a five-star review on Spotify. It helps people find the show. It's hugely appreciated by me. Uh, and yeah, podcast has been edited by Adam Shannon. Artwork as always by Brian Lambert. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.